Hi, I'm Mike. I'm Ernie. We're dancing at the table and we're hungry, hungry hippos! Hungry, hungry hippos! What the hell are you talking about? Go on with this interview. You're tuning in to Dan's Raid Radio. We're on location in Montclair, New Jersey, just outside the meat lager. We're here with Bethlehem. They just played today. Introduce yourselves. I am Carlos Estrada. Uh, we call it Bethlehem, but you can call it whatever you want, and that goes to everyone listening as well. I'm Carlos Estrada. And I'm Raphael Sobranes. I and play guitar and vocals. And I do drums and other stuff. All right, we're about to ask your walls. All right, let's get started. The number one question that I ask every motherfucker on the planet Wawa or Sheets? Um, we're from Jersey, so quick check. It's yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to disappoint all of our millions of fans out there and everyone in New Jersey, but uh, we're fucking Central Jersey boys. It's fucking quick check or go fuck yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place for us at the pizza? Um, uh, Port Redding, Carmen's Pizza. Everybody drives for miles to go there, so got to go Carmen's. Scorntino's in Perth Amboy. It's uh, I worked Respect. there for a while. Yeah, that place is fucking Sicilian dope, pizza. Man. Yes, the it is best delicious. Sicil but it's That's actually South Amboy to be. Well, it's in Perth Amboy. They, they opened up a Perth Amboy location oh. five years ago. All right. Which was the original location before they had to shut down because of Mayor Joe Vaz. But yes, check them out. All right. When eating a black and white cookie, what side do you eat first? I eat the. Neither side because I hate black and white cookies. I eat it right down the middle because I don't discriminate. So. Hey, I eat right down the middle too. I actually had one earlier today from Kai's over in Matuchin with like a small cup of lemonade, and you know I just ate it right down the middle. Listen. And the reason why I bought black and white cookies is because we always ask that question, and you know I decided to try that for myself. All right, cool. So, how did you guys get started with this shit? Um. So um. With my other band, Animals Killing People, about two years ago, we did a two-month tour through Europe, which culminated in playing this incredible, it's not even a festival, it's like a cultural gathering, sort of, kind of like Gathering of the Juggalos and shit like that, uh, called Obscene Extreme. I in think Czech I remember Republic. this. Real quick, would you guys play that shit? Play what shit? Uh, Obscene Extreme. I actually submitted all of our info to the promoter and to the page, so... Cross your fingers, everyone. That's dope. Everyone. And uh, I came back from that, and, and uh, I was burnt out on the one band, but I was hungry for my own. And lo and behold, in enters Raphael. Well, I met him through, uh, through Ammo, the vocalist of AKP, just because you know, I do a lot of Facebook memes and stuff. So, But I, I, I was talking to him, and he said that we live two towns apart, so... I sent him a message and we just started hanging out and he was burnt out from the tour so I was trying to do my best with guitar stuff so I was sending him stuff and uh, he got that flame that he had when he was before he was on tour after all that burned out stuff so <laughs> we started jamming it out and you know almost two years later we've got we got our shit together and we have a lot of great things coming it's yeah just, finally yeah just we just got to give it give it the right time mm -hmm. that's all and keep on grinding what was that one band or album that changed your life Man, for me, the only thing I can think of right now is Bleach by Nirvana. See, I, I have like three or four different ones, but the two I could definitely think of right now is Crack the Sky by Mastodon, just because I like Prague. And the other, the other one is uh, None So Vile by Crypt Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, brother! And that's Naj walking by. Um, <laughs> But yeah, those two albums definitely, in, in completely different ways, just uh, influenced what kind of uh, 
you know, what kind of player I wanted to be. Nice, nice. So Nirvana is the reason why you sound like that on stage? Well, the reason I sound like that on stage is because I suck. But no, uh, um, Kurt Cobain actually inspired me. This is the first band that I've ever been in. Uh, man, I started playing music. Into I got into rock and metal and everything, playing in a fucking Nirvana cover band. Can I curse? What were they called? Uh, I, I don't remember, man. It was like back in high school. I was a wee lad, a wee little grinder. <laughs> and uh, You were grinding in the band, like playing Nirvana grind covers? No, no. It was, it was a Nirvana cover band, basically. And, uh, and I got my first taste of kind of like fronting and, and, you know, like playing guitar and singing at the same time. And then, like, almost 10 years later, I finally realized my dream to, you know, front a band, play guitar, write music and everything. And, you know, here we are. Awesome. Uh, what is Grindcore? Grindcore is freedom. Grindcore is fucking eating pizza at 3 in the morning and fat sandwiches and fucking smoking shitty blunts, sleeping on floors. But it's it's love, man. We we love it so much, and uh, I, it's I, it's just incredible, you know. I have this shit tattooed right where my veins are, brother. Hell yeah! Oh, it's an anti-music tattoo. But I thought that was Bud Dwyer from New Brunswick <laughs> years no, ago. No. That was the first time I saw that actual like the logo North. or whatever it is this is a symbol that's usually uh most commonly associated with power violence grindcore yes, bands New because Brunswick. it stands for uh noise not music and it's it's a it's a symbol that dates back many years before either any of us I was were like alive 14 when i first saw that logo in a new brunswick basement it was a sticker i think like i said bud dwyer was one of the bands that i saw oh, yeah. yeah i saw yeah. them many the times with like seasick <laughs> and killing it back in the day in new brunswick that's awesome. Sick. What was the question? It was a grindcore. What is grindcore? Grindcore is the most noise you can make in a room that's at least, well, it doesn't need to be cohesive, uh, but it has to get people moving and you have to be engaged. If you're not either bleeding, vomiting, sweating, or shitting yourself by the end, you, you really didn't play grindcore. Did you so. do any of that tonight? I, I definitely shitted and came and farted. <laughs> and But other than that, I, that, was, that was pretty much it. Hopefully your mom heard that. And did you shit, come, and fart all at the same time? Uh, no, it's always it's always in phases. So <laughs> very nice. What comes first? What comes um, first? I, definitely the sweat and then then the farts. You know. Yeah. I always saw like no matter what genre of heavy music it is, it could be deathcore, death metal, hardcore, punk. It could be anything extreme or heavy. And I always see the vocalist in a fetal position. I always feel like he looks like he's gonna take a mean shit. <laughs> Sounds about right. I can't do that because I play guitar too. Otherwise, I'd probably uh, fall right into that stereotype. <laughs> I mean, you guys have played like only like a few shows so far, but have you had any real experiences with those shows? You know what? Yeah, every single show has been a learning experience. Um, we've gotten mostly positive feedback. I don't feel like we've been playing to our full potential. That's going to take a lot of practicing, a lot more fucking up than we have been. And, you know, just a lot more grinding. Um, just some advice I'd give to anyone who's listening who's uh, into this kind of shit. Play to a fucking click. Play with in-ear monitors. And don't play fucking grindcore. Ooh. The only thing I learned is that when you're playing, especially with, when it's only two people, uh, playing to each other is going to be extremely difficult if you can't hear each other. 
So it's really just kind of getting accustomed to building that, um, you know, that that kind of connection with mm -hmm. each other. If you don't have it, you know, you're not really going to be doing good. But we've been, I mean, we've been working on it, working on it, you know, several times a week. You know, it gets easier every day. What's your biggest challenge is being in a band? Um, I, I think our biggest challenge is just figuring out what time we're going to be free to fucking book jams when we're not, we're not, when we're not working, but. And it's probably so much easier having only two members in the band and just like, hey, you want to like have band practice and you don't have to ask, let me ask seven other dudes or like four other guys. Like, no. Yeah. You... And even with that, our schedules are pretty eclectic. Mm -hmm. Although, I mean, it's also part of the reason why we just decided to keep it just two dudes because you add another guy into the mix, then that's like his other guy or girl or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's their schedule. Yep. That's their other thing too. And him and I, we work pretty good already. Like, you know, we're just going to keep it that way until someone comes up to us and is like, I really want to fucking play bass for you. <laughs> and like, my band doesn't have a bass player yeah. either. Yeah. We're bass, we're, we're less. There are only three. But yeah, it's like booking shows. When you ask a band, like, hey, can we uh, book your band? They're like, let me ask all the guys. And I'm, then I go back like yeah, three days later. Exactly. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, John, uh, he he hasn't got back to me and I'm like Eric yeah. uh, he's on he's like on vacation with his wife and they're like <laughs> we got to wait like next month find yeah. out like I'm like yeah, can yeah. you guys just say yes yes or no that's it. Yeah, some, that, some bands you know. say yes and the other members don't even know right, that's that's right, bad right. yeah that's yeah. That. I mean there's only the two of us we can't you can't really mess that up yeah. you can't really mess it up when there's only two people yeah. hey can you do it yes or no that's it and that's it man it's like a 30 second thing that's all you really need yeah exactly all right do you find basement shows or big shows better? Either one. Uh, it depends on the lineup and it depends what basement because some basement shows I've seen and played have rivaled some of the larger stages that I've played on in Europe and South America and Canada and shit. So it, it really depends. It really depends. I mean, I haven't played too many huge shows, but in everything that I have, some of the basement shows... Some of the basement shows that I've played have been, um, I, I do like the, the, you know, the personal space thing. You know, you guys, you, you can be within, you know, a couple feet of all these people you're playing with. And that's seeing bands play it, and that's, you know, been playing, you know, playing with other bands, doing that kind of show. But, um, you know, like you said, a little bit of each. Yeah. Uh, Batman or Superman? I say Batman just because he's he's I'm more uh, endeared to his humanity. Um, I'm definitely gonna second Batman. I think Batman is um, I don't know. I feel like he had he had so many different variables in his life that uh, made him be the kind of person he's got to be. Versus <laughs> Superman was born into the born somebody into that. somebody broke the ultimate chain and said, "What about the movie Batman versus Superman?" I was like, "Oh Ooh. shit!" They're like, "They can't no. can't just ult no, like kind of like how you guys every there's a couple bands that will say like other things like I'll say oh wow wow sheets and their answer is like go to quick check and I'm like oh man but that's essential <laughs> I think up. now you can say wow wow or sheets because a lot of bands go on tour and they go to sheets but wow wow wasn't a thing like when I was growing up it yeah. actually was quick check quick check was like the bigger. central Jersey wah yeah, yeah they because were, they were bigger I then. lived off of New Brunswick Avenue and there was that quick check that was so close to my house ah, okay. so we had to like go to quick check almost all the time I mean quick check subs were good but then when I went to Wawa I was like going to a fancy Italian restaurant it was like their subs are upgraded it's yeah. like 
It's like driving a shitty car your whole life, and you get a race car, and you're like, yo, let me just... <laughs> I've never been to Sheets, but uh, I oh, hear yeah. good things about it. So Sheets is awesome. Ernie's birthday is in Ju July 12th? July 14th. July 14th. And for his birthday, we're staying in a bed and breakfast in Lancaster with our other friend. Ooh. And we are... There's a four-minute drive, and we can walk there, but a four-minute drive to Sheets. Ernie's awesome. never been to Sheets, so... This is going to be his birthday exposure to sheets. Well, I mean, yeah, we're not going to go down on my birthday weekend. We're going to go down 4th of July weekend, but still the same thing, you know. You gotta, still kind of the same thing. got to go to Servo. All right, cool. Go. So what's been your favorite venue to play? Ooh. Man, he's got a lot more. He's got a lot more to say about that than I did. Um, I, I mean, I've played a lot of them, and I'll be honest with you, I, there's not, you know, I don't remember all of them, but... Uh, I think one of the ones that was the most interesting ones to that I played with recently was there we go. Um, the, the one we played most recently was the Electric Factory, which you know that isn't saying Is much. Is it but Franklin Music Hall now? I think right? Did they change their name? Franklin Music Hall. Yeah. Want to say? Yeah, Electric Factory is where they do this is hardcore, right? I think so. Yeah, that's next to Voltage Lounge, right? No, the Voltage Lounge. This one. Voltage Lounge. Not, not okay. Electric Factory. That's Small that's the one that that Dominic Stone books at. One of the one of the guys over here. Well, some guy lives in, within this area. Books a lot of the shows over here. I, forget I think Dominic Snow, but he lives in Philly now. I think uh, I'm not okay. sure. Um, I don't know about you. He's got a fucking list. Um, uh, I've narrowed it down to about like two or three. There was one in Germany in this town called Vermeskirchen. Uh, it's a punk rock squat, and they turned it into like a fucking band house or whatever. That's and sick. anyone, they, they have like a half pipe in the backyard and shit like that. What? Bands come through, they play, they could stay, they hang out. Whatever, Do they play you know, on the cool. half pipe, like the show? No, no, that's like for the dirty fucking kids from the neighborhood who that's come to dope. hang out and try to, you know, and try to get I better at skating and shit. There used to be a house in New Brunswick called The Loft, and it used to have a half pipe in it. Oh, People wow. used to skate there, yeah. Dude, that's I think sick. Victor told me about that. It was like. I don't know. I think it was like when I was really, I was like 14 or 15, but I never been there because I think the house phased out by then. But Victor used to tell me, Mike G and Victor used to tell me about that all the time. That yeah, Victor, like a, shout out to those motherfuckers. I love Victor. Yeah. But yeah. Are donations bigger than a bread box? Uh, depends how big your heart is. Um, I, I guess to say the same, depends on how big your heart is. All right, but yes, you know where that question came from. Where did the question come from? It came from Ed and Eddie. You want me to explain? Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Do I don't your get thing. It. It's my childhood. Yeah. Uh, yes. All right. Cool. So there's an episode where the Eds have a telephone. At one point, Ed goes to look for donations. A few minutes later, Eddie gets a phone call. Ed telephone. Ed's on the other line. Eddie, do you keep donations in the fridge? And Eddie hangs up on him. Come minutes later. Ed Telfon, our donations bigger than a bread box, and Ed just pops out of the floor he made in a hole looking for donations. <laughs> and here's something stupid oh, that you know, me and Mike did. It was like for Snapchat, and um, he wanted me to say something stupid, and I was like, do you keep donations for jazz shows in the refrigerator? In the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of weak, but actually, wait. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that is stronger. That is stronger. <laughs> and of course, yo, Mike, yo, you let me yo. You want me to explain on all that shit, and yo, here we go. Any newer bands you guys are getting into that you're really digging? Ooh. Um, I think I talked about it way too much today, but I'll say Devil Master, because the last time they played here, 
was the first time. Someone just told me to go, you know, go check them out. Nice. And I was going to see Noisem because that was another band okay. I was like kind of, I kind of got into much later after listening to them. But uh, I would definitely say like Devil Master and uh, as of late for me at least Kralis. A lot, a lot more of the newer Kralis stuff. Okay. Um, Any newer bands you like? Yeah, I really like, uh, I, I think Coffin Void is kind of newer. Oh, yeah, They're sick as is that uh, the guy the ones that just played? They just that was Coffin. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're shit. sick as. That's my fuck, boy. Uh, he plays. Uh, he plays bass, and I know the vocalist from uh, A Border Memory. Word. From like back fuck in yeah. the day, like he saw. I saw him, and I'm like, I thought that dude like kind of vanished off planet Earth, and he got married and shit, and I never seen him. But then, I'm like, wait, you guys are up. Lo and behold, were they grinding uh, in the basement they, of the meat locker? Were they actually on the bill, or were, did they just hop on? No, they, they've been on the bill the whole time. I probably right wasn't paying us. attention to Coffin Void, and now that I know the name and you're saying it, I know yeah, that's all right. They're sick. I want to say them and Replicant. Like, I'm I'm in love with Replicant, man. I cannot the, get enough of them. Some of in the, the past three weeks, too. yeah, dude. In the past three weeks, I've seen them like three, four times. times. Replicant, yes. shout out Grimace. Shout out yeah. Winfair. Shout out Woo! Painted yes. Rust. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. So I got two more questions, and then we're going to go downstairs and we're going to grind. That band's probably over by now. But yeah, uh, yeah. this is two questions in one. Okay. So when writing songs, how many do you keep and how many do you throw away? Oh, my gosh. It's, there's, like, there's, like a, there's like a garbage can just full of all of Carlos's ideas. <laughs> my ideas, my biggest problem is, is I don't like to... I don't like to put anything out until I'm set on what the hell it is. Okay. So, like, my garbage can's empty, but it's got dust in the bottom of it. So Makes that's sense. But Carlos, Carlos is where shows me, like, ten different riffs a week. And then he's <laughs> like, all right, I decided that I'm going to keep two of them and throw the rest of them out, but I also wrote 12 more. So that's pretty much just the writing process. And then I just play drums, so it's easy. That's, that's why it's easy for me. Yeah, yeah, that's – I couldn't have said it better myself. And uh, we kind of just shoot each other's stuff back and forth in that manner. Um Otherwise, I'm I'm always like we're rottenness, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the last question. Any last words? Um. Add me on Facebook if you want some dank memes. Follow Betlam on every social media you can. Exoid as well. If you like tech death, Black Wolf too, because I played with those guys. And nice. Lucifer Effect. I play. I keep myself too occupied that awesome. I can't even have a day job anymore. So. The number one thing that every every person asks a band, they'll they'll shake your hand, they'll say your set was great, and you're gonna tell them we have no CDs and we don't have it on cassette or vinyl. The question is, where do we find your dank music on the dank internet? Uh, you go to betlam. 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 The bandcamp. Com. That's b a y h t l a h m. Dot bandcamp. Com. And you'll there's free music there. Um, but we're also on YouTube through that really sick Sweet. deathcore and grindcore channel. Literally just type in Outer Bridge Space Grind. Cool. We'll have it when we do the the um, the little, what do you call that? The little information box thing yeah. for this podcast when you check it out on online. Yeah. It'll oh, have cool. all the band's information. We put their band camp and all their stuff. Like, check this band out online. We have all their information. Cool. Thank you so much. And I tell we're every on Facebook band, and Instagram as well. Same spelling. I tell every band, get a, get a website. I know it costs money, but still, yeah. it's yeah. awesome. You should get one. No, but that, that, set, that sets you apart, you know? Definitely. Because if bands have websites, it's like, 
We have one. I tell a lot of promoters to get one. Bands should have. I think Meat Locker has one. Oh, that's awesome. I don't. I think everybody has. Gutter Christ has one. Everyone should have a website, even if it's not their band. It could be like their name.com. Yeah. Just get a get a website. Websites are cool. Yeah. If someone came up to me and was like, oh, "I'm a photographer. I use I use Facebook," I'd be like, "Hey, yeah. I use a I." And then this other guy comes up to me and goes, "I have a website." I'd be like, "You're hired." <laughs> it's just like a better portfolio. Facebook is dead. Hey, you're right. I think right. Facebook is kind of dead. Yeah, oh yeah. You got the gears grinding here. Right? Yeah, I have too many ideas, and I keep sharing them on Facebook, and I think all my ideas are, it's like invent help. Call invent help, we'll steal your idea. But they're like, we're going to help you, but not really. Yeah. Sounds about right. I found the invent help, like, there's a little, like, place by my house that says invent help. It's, like, right near me. I'm like, I want to knock that place down. They're going <laughs> to steal everyone's ideas, but not to go off on a weird fucking black hole like YouTube section but hey <laughs> no I was checking out his butt oh but you can't see that but yeah so thank you for tuning in and we were here with whatever their band name is Betlam Betlam, Betlam or Betlaham or whatever you pronounce it whatever you call it we call it Betlam straight you call out it whatever of the, the hell you straight want out of the grime, straight Betlam. out of the grime of Amboy two piece grinding in your face but uh i was mike i've been ernie with dandre entertainment you've just tuned into another episode of dandre radio check out dandreent.com we'll be continuously updating that shit you know what i mean we're still gonna keep it all good and shit you know make it better than we can the previous time facebook instagram and twitter at dandre ent here's up even use the twitter yeah, exactly, but still, and you know, hit us up for anything. If you want to you know, play any shows by us, it's dantradnt at gmail.com. And as always, you can always contact us through dantradnt.com because we got the contact info, you know, where you can you know, just write your message and all that shit. So other than that, stay fucking A, support local music, and uh, kids, don't do drugs. On a last note, I still want to know, and I asked this in the last, the last podcast we did, in a world filled with pizza, New York and New Jersey being so close together, why do people still get Domino's? Um, because we are in a recession. But you can get a slice of pizza that tastes better than a whole pie of Domino's. It's but because of American motherfucking complacency but I and know, the ease of but saying, I'd rather support a Papa fucking Fortune 500 fucking multi-mega corporation than support their local damn pizzeria. But Go fuck yourself. All I was gonna Kennedy's say. Kennedy's fried chicken pizza. Yes. Woo! Yeah, that's good shit. Well, what I was gonna what I was gonna say is is if if you can if you can choose to get good pizza and not feel like shit afterwards, or you can feel you can choose to get good uh, you know shitty pizza and feel like shit afterwards, you're getting more bang for your buck if you feel like shit True. afterwards. True. I like doing more for you. I'm not gonna lie, my ex girlfriend got me hooked on it, but I like it anyway. I feel like I'm going in the 90s again, but it's Pizza Hut pizza. It's actually not that bad. I do like Pizza Stuffed Hut over Domino's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sriracha stuffed crust cool. pizza. Oh, my oh, God. I'm starving right now. We're going to have to. But, yeah, now we're going to probably go get some pizza across the street. I'm going to get a slice. Thanks for, but your, thanks yeah. for your time, yeah. guys. Appreciate Check it. Check us out online, everywhere podcasts are. iTunes. iTunes is dead, rip. But uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, whatever. Just check out damn straight radio you can google it you can find us anywhere can you find us you can find us on damnstraightent.com exactly all right you heard it and uh one last thing michael jackson's dead and r kelly's going to jail have a good night oh yeah <laughs>